0: This is not your century. This is not your century where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. October 1st, 1964. A 24-year-old former mathematics grad student named Jack Weinberg is sitting in a car on the UC Berkeley campus. He's eating a sandwich. Soon he'll take a nap. Then he might eat another sandwich. He's got no place to go, and even if he did, he wouldn't be able to get there. Sure, he's sitting in a car, but he doesn't have the keys. It's not even his car. It's a police car, and it's in the middle of Sproul Plaza, surrounded by 3,000 people. There's also a guy standing on the roof of the car, which is starting to buckle. That guy's giving a speech. He's a 21-year-old philosophy major named Mario Savio. These are the first moments of the free speech movement. The trouble on campus had started the day before, September 30th, when Savio, that's the guy standing on top of the car, had been among eight student activists who'd been suspended by Chancellor Edward Strong for breaking the university's rule against direct political action on campus. Distributing literature was okay, but collecting funds and recruiting demonstrators or members of political organizations was off-limits. Savio was doing that. In the spring, he'd been involved in successful demonstrations at the Palace Hotel in San Francisco. Those were protests over racial discrimination in hiring by the city's hotels. He'd gone to Mississippi over the summer as part of the Freedom Summer campaign, and when he got back to Berkeley, he went to work collecting money and organizing for SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. Now, on the first, Weinberg—that's the guy sitting in the car— had been doing the same thing, tabling on behalf of a group called CORE, the Congress of Racial Equality. The campus cops asked him to stop. He said no, so the cops put him in the squad car, parked a few feet away from his table. Students quickly surrounded the car, chanting, Release him! People lay down on all sides of the car, and Mario Savio climbed on top and gave a speech that electrified the crowd, which grew quickly. We were going to hold a rally, Savio yelled. We didn't know how to get the people, but we've got them now, thanks to the university. Savio demanded that the chancellor reverse the suspensions and allow political activity on campus. And he suggested that the crowd follow him into Sproul Hall, the administration building they were all standing in front of, and quote, sit on the desks and the chairs and make it impossible for them to continue their work. He'd return to that theme a few months later in his most famous speech. When the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart, that you can't take part, you can't even passively take part, and you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop, and you've got to indicate to the people who run it, to the people who own it, that unless you're free, the machine will be prevented from working at all. The sit-in went on for the rest of the day and into the night and then into the next day, more than 30 hours, with a number of speakers taking turns on top of the car. Finally, the administration agreed to let Weinberg go and to open negotiations with the student leaders. Savio climbed back on top of the car and said to the crowd, I ask you to rise quietly and with dignity and go home. And they did. Savio's speech-making during the sit-in made him a star and a leader over what would be named, a day later at a meeting of student leaders, the free speech movement. Savio called Weinberg, the guy in the car, the key strategist of the free speech movement. Weinberg also coined one of the 60s' most famous catchphrases, and he did it in the pages of the Chronicle. In a story in November, he told reporter James Bennett, We have a saying in the movement, that you can't trust anybody over 30. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, editor-in-chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your center.